0: You're listening to the Spirit and Truth Podcast. I'm Maggie Elmer, and on today's episode, it's me and Emma again. We have a great conversation about all things related to prophecy, prophetic ministry, discerning the voice of God. And if you want to grow in these areas, then this will be a great conversation for you because that's pretty much what we talk about. So hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to this podcast and share this episode with a friend. Welcome back to the Spirit and Truth podcast. Is that a little loud? No, it's good. Okay. (laughs) Welcome back to the Spirit and Truth podcast. I'm Maggie Elmer and I am here today with Emma Winchester. Yep. And it's an Emma and Maggie episode again. Yes. Part two. Part two. So what does that mean? It means we're going to talk about some weird whatever, stuff.
1: Whatever we want. No, I'm kidding. That's
0: <laughs> no, good. So we are going to talk about something a little different today. We're going to talk about what? The prophetic. Prophecy. The prophecy, the prophetic. Yeah. Well, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So Emma, what is your experience with the prophetic?
1: Whoa, right off the bat. Uh, let's see. My experience with the prophetic, that's hard because I didn't always characterize things as like prophetic in nature. I, I didn't always have that language. Mm. So my experience, um, it probably started much earlier than I thought it did. But um, I really started hearing about prophecy kind of applying that language in my own life, probably just a few years ago, two or three
0: years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, that is, that's a good segue into something we probably should have started with. I always do this. I always jump to question three instead of start with question one, which is, what is prophecy? What is prophecy? Yeah, what is prophecy? <laughs> oh, okay, I guess I'm answering this question. We can both answer. Yeah. Um, The way I understand prophecy, according to scripture is that um, if, if I could say it in its in a sort of a broad way it is the ability to share the heart of God mm-hmm. um, and it's it's the ability that you have divinely given or supernaturally given wisdom into the insight of God's work his movement um, his heart for people situations circumstances and yeah. um, and that's sort of like the broad description, I would say.
1: Right. To understand his heart and his will and to be able to see things the way that he sees, sees. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's an interesting thing, right? Because sometimes and um, sometimes that means we can see circumstances and they can be really maybe bad sometimes. Mm-hmm. But what what you see is you see with a, a sort of a divinely given potential. Like you see what it could be yeah, or you could see what God is going to make it. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes when you communicate those things, people are like, you sound crazy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, the scripture, the testimony of Jesus is a spirit of prophecy. People Mm -hmm. oftentimes use that when talking about this as they should. Um, But Jesus didn't look the way that Uh, people thought that he would look, you know, as a king, as a savior, as a Messiah, a
0: military leader.
1: Yeah. Um, So to say the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy, you know, it's to say that resurrection, that life, that power, that authority, that true identity, all of those things, that love, it doesn't always look the way that we think it it should mm-hmm. or does look and so when we look at things prophetically when we pray prophetically we're asking lord how do you see this thing how mm-hmm. do you describe this how do you um what is your will for this it's always focused on what is heavenly you
0: know yeah keeping our minds on things above yeah so so and of course um, prophecy is described among the manifestational gifts in chapter 12 of the first letter to the Corinthians and so and because we all have the Holy Spirit, we're all capable of being used prophetically For, yeah right and and that's really cool although a lot of people or some people may just be like, um I don't have that yeah, I don't have that
1: but the reality is is that, the Holy Spirit leads us to truth. Mm-hmm. And so we know that we can discern truth and know truth. And w- when we are speaking prophetically, we are asking the Lord, what is true? What do you
0: see here? So, yeah,
1: it's really, you can, cool. yeah. yes, you can do it. <laughs> yeah, you
0: totally can. It's a really exhilarating feeling, although it can also be really unnerving to sort mm-hmm. of feel like, um, and in fact, let's just talk about this for a minute. Like, what it what do you experience sometimes when all of a sudden you feel like okay I'm about to say some stuff
1: <laughs> yeah yeah well I'm gonna I'm gonna start with one other thing okay I'm gonna start with um so before I knew prophetic language mm. before I was around people who spoke in terms of prophecy um things like that I one did not know what it meant always and two it just wasn't always the way that the lord and i would talk so when i would pray and now i would characterize it as prophetically praying but when i would pray um a few years ago i would ask questions like lord what is your heart for this particular thing person you know situation what is your heart how do you what do you say about this? I was just constantly asking him questions about his character, his nature, and his perspective. And so uh, I didn't know that that was a type of prophetic mm-hmm. act, but the Lord in his grace, even when I was so naive, was just, you know, talking to me yeah. in the language that I knew. So I w- want people to not be afraid that mm-hmm. it's like when we move into prophetic language, it is some out there thing in reality prophecy is a part of the identity of christians and it's something that you know we should and can operate in as individuals and as a body so with that being said Mm -hmm. um when i in my mind think oh this might be something from the lord Mm -hmm. oftentimes um I I have that question. I'm like, Lord, is this from you, or why am I thinking this thing? Yeah. That's oftentimes how I hear from the Lord. A thought pops into my head, or I suddenly think I know something about a person or a situation that I wouldn't know otherwise. And so I go through my own discernment where I say, Lord, is this of you? Like I just want to give this back to you. Make sure I'm hearing correctly, right? Yeah. Um. And oftentimes, it the the thing that I hear is contrary to how it looks. So, <laughs> and I know that that sounds like duh, but oftentimes it's. Let's say I'm praying for a person, and it looks like they have it all together, or or it looks like they got nothing together, right? Yeah. Oftentimes, the Lord wants to speak to the love that he has for that person the worth the value um to encourage them right to speak what is true over them to remind them of their identity in him the love that he has for them things like that so oftentimes it doesn't look the way that the situation looks does
0: that make sense yes yeah, yeah. and that and that is yes because really we're looking for and I'm, a lot of times what prophecy is, is God's perspective. And God's perspective is different than ours. And we know this because scriptures often says, Lord, open the eyes of my heart. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're plenty good at seeing with our human eyes. yep, And and the lenses through which we see the world in our human eyes, you know, usually contains, um, you know, a lot of our own Criticism, or our own preferences, or sometimes our own judgment of things mm-hmm. in terms or assumptions, assumptions, absolutely. But God views the heart, mm-hmm. not not the external th- things which we're so trapped in. Yeah. So yes, of course that makes sense, and and I mean because of that, um, I heard another person who is very gifted and in, uh, in prophecy say, "Prophecy is God's speech." Mm. Now, one of the things I think that we have to talk about is that um, God's speech <laughs> comes through human speech and that gets things a little messy Wonky sometimes. sometimes yeah. yeah, sure. So, um, because in our ministry, we talk about both spiritual realities, but we also talk about equipping. Mm-hmm. I thought this is a good opportunity to just talk about like, okay, if we're growing in the prophetic, if we're practicing or pursuing the prophetic, which is yeah. some of what we talked about a little bit before we started recording, how do we do that? How do we do it responsibly? And um, and I know one of the things I always wanted someone to talk to me about in the beginning was, what do you do when you feel like you totally whiffed it or like you did mm-hmm. something badly mm-hmm. which i have totally done <laughs> so um let's start with growth like so maybe you start with this idea like oh i think i might be experiencing or hearing things in prayer or in life that yeah these thoughts these mm-hmm. these things don't belong to me first how do we discern god not god right right
1: Right, because we know that God can speak to us mm-hmm. through all sorts of things, through images, audibly, um, like I said earlier, with just a thought in our head, with a, almost like a feeling or a, um, a sense. An impression. An impression. Mm-hmm. He can speak to us through music. He can speak to us through someone else. He can speak to us in all kinds of ways. Yeah. And so what do you do? when you think you're hearing something. Well, I can just share what I do. I don't know if this is the way, but I will just share. Um, oftentimes, it's sometimes the Lord just highlights something to me, mm-hmm. like I'll be in a normal conversation or I, I'll be in prayer and something just sticks out to me. And I will confess that oftentimes I don't immediately like well, Lord, what does that mean? What does that mean? What does that yeah. mean? It takes me actually a little while to think, oh, I'm hearing this over and over again, or this is a recurring thing within my prayer time, or that type of thing. And then that is when when I finally get the hint, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I will bring it back to the Lord and say something along the lines of, you know, Lord, like, I, I think you might be talking to me about this. What might this mean? Uh, could you give me a scripture? Could you help me, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of frame whatever Mm -hmm. it is? I wish I could think of an example, but
0: no, that's really good. I think in addition to, to asking for those things, I think um, one of the things that I've also learned, and I learned this through making many, many mistakes is to not immediately, like I, I had to learn to sort of say, all right, I might be wrong about this. Yeah, to start from a place of yeah. I might not be hearing this correctly. Yeah, you know, um, even if it's something positive, mm-hmm. it, um, you know, there's there's a passage in Habakkuk that that prophetic people always refer to, which is like I'm going to paraphrase it poorly, but it's essentially like when you receive the message, you write it down, and then you hold it until the appointed time, so that when it's time to run with it, you can, mm-hmm. you know. Release it at the the appointed time, and so what you're saying, Emma, is, is you start to become aware. I'm hearing something repeatedly. Okay, yeah. so then, of course, we we don't need to like exist in a place in our relationship with the Lord where we're constantly like, oh, I can't trust that. Like, yeah, and right, right. You want to, but also we we want to employ discernment. Mm -hmm. So like what you're saying is, is Lord put a frame around this. Tell me what it is I'm hearing, you know, give me another piece of information here so that I can continue discerning.
1: Yeah. Right. And oftentimes actually it's about me first. Mm
0: -hmm. 100%.
1: Yeah. It's almost always something that applies to me, to my life, to my own heart, to my situation before the Lord will have me apply it to someone else or to something else. So I don't know not if that is a thing without a scripture but i do know that that in the season that i'm in right now the way that i'm growing prophetically that's almost always the case is that the lord is asking me to apply this word this scripture this thought um like he, he says emma how might this Uh, Like he almost is like, yeah,
0: yeah. I think I'm, no, I think that that's a really valid spiritual principle that you're outlining there. And if we were going to sort of connect it to an example in scripture, maybe like if we say that Jesus is the spirit of prophecy, we can say that, you know, when he began his ministry, he started by being baptized Mm -hmm. and then he was immediately by the Holy Spirit led into the desert. And he was, um, you know, he was tempted by by the enemy that's a form of formation it's a type of um sanctifying work and so i think that the principle that you know when god speaks to us the first person he's speaking to is you yourself and so what we shouldn't do is immediately imagine that this is for headline news publishing yeah (laughs) we just throw that jam out online and you know or talk to the first person you see you know You need to, yeah, just go slow. There's no emergency Mm -hmm. with the prophetic. You know, it's always good to go slow, be responsible. Nothing is do or die. Yeah. So So then discerning whether or not it is God or not
1: God, that just takes practice, mm -hmm. in my opinion. I, you know, have gone through different things in my life before where it's just like, no Lord, I think I was actually just listening to my own thoughts about this thing <laughs> or or other times the Lord is like no, I actually am using this situation to speak to you and uh, to grow you and so that this other person can be encouraged. Or yeah. it, it's not always just about the other person too. You know, it's yeah. oftentimes it's like the Lord is saying I want to partner with you in this. I want to use you as my instrument in this, which is a huge honor. You Mm -hmm. know, it's a, it's a great privilege.
0: Yeah. Well, he's definitely, he always does everything all at the same time. Yeah. So, I mean, every time we partner with the Lord, we are being worked on and sanctified also in our Mm -hmm. own obedience and faith life. I think also it's worth pointing out that we can know, because we know who the character, we can know the character of God, we can certainly have greater clarity in when we hear things whether or not they fit within that yeah the how we know God's character to be or whether or not um They don't. And so we've talked about this before on Spirit and Truth Weekends, that the Holy Spirit convicts, which leads us to a place of repentance and then ultimately receiving forgiveness and then reconciliation to God, whereas the enemy condemns. Mm -hmm. And condemnation is a place of no hope. You've been judged. You've been found guilty. There's no way out. There's no way out. Yeah. Right. So we know that if we're in prayer and we're hearing condemning thoughts, then not of God. Right. But if we're hearing convicting thoughts, meaning thoughts of correction, you know, words of correction, well, yeah, mm-hmm. we might want to consider, hmm, Lord, maybe you're talking to me about something. Yeah. Uh,
1: um, really early on, I used a tool um, from another ministry, and they just listed four questions of discernment. Yeah. And the four questions are, the first one is, does it give glory to Jesus Christ? Mm-hmm. So... That one's pretty straightforward. (laughs) Does it give glory to Jesus and what he says, his ministry, his mission? Uh, The second one is, is it consistent with Scripture and the nature and character of God that is revealed to us through Scripture? So would this be something that a loving, good, kind, powerful father and Lord would say would do? Uh, The third one is, do other people who are filled with the holy spirit have a confirming witness so this kind of brings in a next step maybe Mm -hmm. if you're if uh you are practicing the prophetic which is bringing other people into your discernment Mm -hmm.
0: which is scary is so scary
1: (laughs) because it's like giving other people a sneak peek of what's in your head yeah. what what you've been praying about stuff like that but it's so important because we need other believers to help us and to uh, teach us and to correct us and like we have been saying throughout the whole podcast sometimes we get things wrong and sometimes we just need a little help with framework with you know stuff mm-hmm. like that so it's yeah. always good to seek counsel and wisdom from other believers about yeah what you're hearing yeah
0: and is was that the fourth one?
1: Uh, that is the third one. The fourth one, they kind of word it funky, so I'm trying to think. It's um does, does it come to pass
0: mm. is basically the question. Oh, it, that's it, an interesting one.
1: Yeah. W- like, if we watch this happen, will it come to pass? Does it have, does it bear fruit? Fruit, I think that's right. a
0: good way to say it.
1: Yeah. So, you know, we can use the example of just saying like, You know i i think the lord wants you to uh he just wants to be closer to you Mm -hmm. he wants to have deeper intimacy you know he's after your heart that type of thing does it come to pass does that person um, accept that that word is true about them that that the lord actually does want them to be close to him and to have relationship with him does it come to pass which this takes the other person's agency, but do they participate in the word? Does it? Yeah. And then does it bear fruit to yeah. the Holy Spirit? So.
0: so I think actually you've, you've hit on some really important things. So, so far, just to recount what we've done here in the conversation, we've, we've, we're talking about the fact that, um, prophecy uh, is a gift of the Holy Spirit that any believer can participate in or mm-hmm. rec- or receive from the Holy Spirit, and um, it's in the Manifestational Gifts, Chapter 12, 1 Corinthians. And that also that growing in our ability to discern the voice of God is part of the process. So yeah. God's voice is um, loving, kind, sometimes convicting, but never condemning. Yeah, And that there are means by which we can discern this. And part of it involves getting the witness of other believers, Mm -hmm. spirit-filled believers. And also that we know that the word of God never goes out and comes back void. So, um, you know, prophetic words given from God, they bear fruit. Yeah. And they can bear fruit in a lot of different ways. Also, um, like the phrasing of the the question that this ministry uses is, does it come to pass? Which, although I think this is a discernment tool primarily... When we're talking about prophecy, sometimes we do have these moments where we have insight into something that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. And that's really interesting. Mm -hmm. So we see this in scripture. It happens all the time in Old Testament prophecy. It it does happen too in New Testament prophecy. We are, and this is where we get into the realm of like very careful discernment, Mm -hmm. really employing a lot of personal humility, I think, and, and really, um, if we talk about the larger culture of the prophetic, this is sometimes where I think people get themselves into trouble. Mm -hmm. And I I just want to acknowledge that, like, um, that sometimes there are people who are very charismatic, compelling personalities and they have platforms and they will say things, big things, and then it doesn't happen. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's a moment when that individual, you know, needs to sort of own the fact that they didn't hear correctly, or they didn't interpret correctly, or you know, whatever their correction process needs to be. Yeah. So, um, what do we do? So, when we have a word where we feel like something is about the future, I and this is just super practical, in my opinion, when we present words like that to people. We need to qualify them.
1: Right. So give an example of what that means.
0: Okay. So qualifying. So to say, um, if I, if I, so what I have done in the past is if I feel like some, I feel like, okay, there's, I feel like the Lord is showing me, you know, that you're, there's going to be a career shift. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know if that resonates with you. I don't know if, if you feel like that's actually going to happen or if you've been thinking about that, but I feel like he sees that and, um, and that he's with you in that discernment process now. So what I've done is saying, I'm acknowledging that I see, I feel like I see that there's a shift in job taking. I don't say the Lord says you're going to quit your job and take yeah. a new job. I say, I feel like, and then I say things like, does that resonate with you? I acknowledge I could be wrong. Yeah,
1: yeah. and that puts it in the other person's court for discernment. Mm -hmm. It's giving the other person value and honor by saying, you can discern this too. Mm -hmm. And so if I'm seeing this, the Lord might just be using me to like, plant the idea into Mm -hmm. your mind. Now, if you accept it, if mm-hmm. you say this might be true, mm-hmm. it's, it's up to the person to continue praying and discerning and saying, Lord, if
0: this is true, like, would you, would you help me in my discernment? Does that make sense? Yes. A hundred percent. And it is so, because what you're doing there is you're valuing the fact that the other person has agency to accept or reject what you're saying. Yep. That has to always be the case. Yep. Um, even if you feel like you're telling them, look, you're going to win the lottery. Well, what if the person hasn't bought a lottery ticket? Right. What if like for instance, I know this is really funny. <laughs> I had a friend who used to buy lottery tickets almost every week because she was just like, you know, uh that that's what she she wanted, she wanted to win the lottery. And I personally as a Christian, I was like, ah, I'm not going to do that. But she was just like, but what if? And there was a period of time in my <laughs> This is such a dumb story, but there's a period of time in my early life when I was just really strapped for cash. I was a young single Mm -hmm. mother and she was just like, but what if you won the lottery? Like that was her thing. And I was just like, what if isn't going to cut it for me? Like I'm going to just go to work and do that. But so anyway, all of this to say, if somebody came to me and said, Maggie, I feel like you're going to win the lottery, but I already have sort of a conviction against, say, for instance, gambling, Mm -hmm. which then... That could put me in a bizarre kind of ethical conundrum. Yeah. And so um, we need to preserve people's ability to participate or not participate in a word by presenting it in a way that's gentle. And also, obviously, one of the things that would be wrong with that word is that it may go against things that God teaches us.
1: Right. Right. And so I, I think like what we're emphasizing here is it is true that the Lord uses other people in the body, people outside the body even, to speak to us, Mm -hmm. right? To get to us about something. It is also true, though, that the person who is receiving, if they have the Holy Spirit, they are able to discern. Yeah. They are able to hear from the Lord. It's not just oh, I hear this thing. I have this word that's so self, you know, it's it's all about us. But what we're really, we we have to shift our mindset to, no, the Lord wants to speak to this person and I'm just going to be the mouth. Mm -hmm. And so, Lord, I pray that you would actually speak to this person more about it, that you would give Mm -hmm. them more insight Mm -hmm. than you're giving even me. And so I'm just going to be the the person who plants the seed or, you know, waters the seed or whatever part of the the story that you're playing, right? so the the person who is receiving then has the opportunity to say yes or no or they can even say you know what we always use the phrase i'm gonna put that on the shelf for later mm-hmm. and so oftentimes like if it's something about the future if it's something a little bit more broad we always say you know let's put that up on the bookshelf i might come back to that later in my life and see how the yeah. lord is fulfilling this but yeah yeah so those are some of like best
0: practices yes. in the in the, we're in the delivery yeah. part yes yeah and I would say actually in my experience I think Emma what you and I are talking about which is this like sort of very diligent awareness of the other person's agency is a theme I've heard in prophetic culture being emphasized more now and it wasn't always emphasized mm-hmm. and I think the fruit of some of that is that people became afraid of the prophetic because they felt like oh no if, if somebody is praying for me or or um, if somebody says, I have a word for you, it's like written in stone. Yeah. And the thing is, is that God does not trespass against our agency. This is one of the radically upside down strange things about our father. Is, is he sovereign? Absolutely. Does his ultimate will come to pass? A hundred percent. But he desires participants, not people who are, you know, conscripted. Yeah. So... Um it's really important that we engage in God's ministry in the way that God would engage in mm-hmm. his ministry. Um and we don't have nearly the authority he does, so.
1: Yeah. And I think that also like as we're having this conversation, we're not just talking about like, oh, I'm at this big conference and mm-hmm. all of these things. We are talking about very normal life. Yeah. life in the church, life you know, at the grocery store. We're talking about the fact that because, because of the testimony of Jesus, living a prophetic life is living in the testimony of Jesus. That's right. It's to say, I know that Christ has died and Christ has risen and he has sent us the Holy spirit. We have the Holy spirit. And so that means that I can partner with him and I can, you know, do do things spiritually even greater things yeah Yeah. and so we're just talking actually about a very normal spiritual life where we just have an awareness that things are spiritual Mm -hmm. that there are things going on that we can't always see with our own eyes and which is why we need the eyes in the heart of the father
0: yes uh, amen and in fact i mean when paul is writing In the first letter to Corinthians, in the beginning of chapter 12, he begins it with, now about the gifts of the Spirit, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. Now, that's a translation that is found in most Bibles. but, And I I wish I knew the Greek. If if Rob were here, he would know. My husband would know. (laughs) But I think, if I'm not mistaken, that really, if we look at the original language, what Paul is saying about spiritual things, I don't want you or spiritual beings, mm-hmm. I don't want you to be uninformed. and he's not making a distinction between specifically spiritual beings aligned with God or sh- he's saying reality is spiritual there's this yeah. and there are uh, things of God and not and things not of God. Mm-hmm. and we need to have a wisdom about discerning what's what right right so um, anyway,
1: and what is wisdom? It's yeah. it's acknowledging the reality, really, of Jesus, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the, it's, the, it's the God it's, is God, and yeah, you're not, right? And then living <laughs> accordingly. So, mm-hmm. so this this text, it, it, we're concerning spiritual things. Why? Because things are spiritual, mm-hmm. and if we're just living our life doing, you know, all simply material things, we have to look at ourselves and say, "Oh, mm-hmm. I'm doing something wrong here." Yeah, actually, because the reality is is something greater
0: yes and we know that actually that the idea that somehow the spiritual reality and the physical or material reality never touched that's simply not true Mm -hmm. and we know this because jesus was both fully human and And fully fully divine divine, right Right. so in principle we can know that the spiritual affects the the physical and Mm -hmm. we see this in healing we and we see this too when we When we speak a prophetic word to someone, the impact it can have, which is also why we need to be very responsible. So let's talk briefly about like, what are some things that we should just not, let's not give prophetic words about these things. Sure.
1: Um. <laughs> well, I think I actually wanted to say something that you, no, you just reminded me of. Mm-hmm. Earlier, we were talking about like, what do you do when you hear something about the future or hear something about a situation that you're not really involved in or mm. or anything in that realm where it seems a little big? Um, in my practice, I, I, well, maybe we did talk about this a little bit, but I sit on those things for a lot longer okay. than I would... Um, a word of encouragement to someone sure. in my church, right? So uh, those are things that I actually, the Lord has invited me to intercede for, mm-hmm. that there might not be a verbal, you know, like giving of this word to another person, but it might just be, you know, Lord, you're giving me insight about this situation, about this, you know, person, about whatever, and actually, I think you're inviting me to intercede, just to pray mm-hmm. for for it. So that's always my best practice, especially at the beginning, is just to continually intercede and um, pray before
0: any action, really. I think that that is very wise, and I completely agree. And I, I think it applies to not only just things that, say, for instance, haven't happened. It might be future sort of oriented things. But it also, I think that wisdom applies well to, say, for instance, when the Lord reveals things that are, um, that we might categorize as sort of being negative or um Or challenges that people encounter yeah so I want to say that I mean you and I we both do a lot of inner healing and deliverance prayer yes and so um, I want to say that in the in the very beginning early on and I think part of this is just because I although I still hesitate to use this language and I would never have applied it to myself but it's just sort of like the water I swim in at this point I think I had a calling in deliverance ministry long before i ever had language for it yep and so there would be moments where i would be able to discern issues very common issues that many many people deal with so this mm-hmm. these are not words of judgment or or intended to be sh- shame but like our our mm-hmm. sin is spiritually perceivable yeah this is just reality, my sin included. And I've had it named to my face by people. Yep. So, <laughs> people reading <and> your mail. <laughs> yeah. It's a, and, a, you know, a praise God that it was yeah. with someone who was loving. And so it wasn't horrifying, but I could see how it could be. Um, yeah. But the, the thing is, is that it's really, really easy to perceive that stuff. That's not hard. No, not at all. No but you know what is more challenging and i think is the higher calling of the of prophetic of gifting yes. is to see the thing that god sees mm-hmm. is to see the beauty and the image of god in the person even though it may be marred by some very serious things yeah it's not hard to see the bad stuff okay no we're trained to yes in culture and society to look for it we're so critical yeah but what is the gift and really at the heart of prophecy, which is to edify and build up the body of Christ is to see what God sees, to see the good things. Yeah.
1: And to communicate mm-hmm. the grace and the, the love
0: and the mercy of Jesus Christ. Yeah. So if you do perceive a sort of some big sort of besetting sin or something like that, just sit on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just pray for the person and seek wisdom about if, if, if yeah you were meant to say anything at all Mm -hmm. and um yeah so that's my (laughs) how to get off my soapbox there
1: well we we emphasize that because we have been in so many settings where you know whether we're we've been in a lot of settings and um praying for people like you said it's so easy to just kind of get wrapped up in in the negative stuff but the The power of proclaiming freedom, Mm -hmm. love, joy, mercy, grace, Mm -hmm. the testimony of Jesus over someone Mm -hmm. who is entangled is, is powerful. It is delivering. To proclaim Jesus over someone who is struggling, Mm -hmm. it is powerful. Yeah. And so it's not always helpful to say, you're struggling with this. You're struggling with that. The Lord sees it, like whatever. It's sometimes it's more beneficial to just proclaim the things that are true, Mm -hmm. which is that Jesus has died for you. He rose again for you. He loves you. Mm -hmm. And he has unyielding affection for you even right right now.
0: Yeah. And scripture. And just to, it's funny because some, there will be some people who will hear this and be like, yes, but it's so important for us to acknowledge that we're sinners. Mm -hmm. Look, I'm not saying that, Acknowledging sin isn't important, but scripture says it is the kindness of God yeah, that, that leads, leads to, to repentance. repentance. Yep. So um, have you ever met someone like it's like a little kid who got caught in a lie? Yeah. It's like you think that kid didn't know that they lied? They know. They do.
1: They know. <laughs> they know. <laughs> yeah. So
0: it's like, do you say that lying is wrong? Of course you do. But you also say, hey, look, you don't need to do this. hmm. This is not what we're going to do. Yeah. So
1: anyway. in in the few circumstances where the Lord has prompted us, I'll just speak from our sure. um, experience. experience, it has always come out as a question. Mm-hmm. Never, you did this, you're this, putting like uh, descriptive language mm-hmm. on the person no. that you are this type of person. It's usually, is there anything? Is there anything that you would like to lay down before the Lord?
0: Yes. This we're in a moment of grace Yeah, where
1: you can say anything. Mm-hmm. That's right. You can confess anything. And oftentimes there are really great moments because we are from the outside. We don't always know the people yeah. or anything like that. So those are great moments where people feel a little bit more freedom to be transparent. Yeah. But to, to say, you know, the Lord loves you. He cares for you. He sees your life. And um, we just want to offer if there is anything else that you would like to lay down to, you know, surrender, whatever, however you phrase it.
0: And this is something that we do it intentionally this way for a lot of reasons. One, because it is a non condemning, safe way to do it, but also freedom in Christ means engaging your agency. Yes. It means you saying, I want. Yes. Yeah. So it's all practical, it all works together. Yeah. And
1: yeah. yeah. It's it is so important to continually keep it in your minds that this person is a child of God. Mm-hmm. They get to decide, Am I done with this? Yes or no. Do I want this of God? Yes or no. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes out of good intention we pray like these extraordinary prayers. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is that it is the person who has to say, Lord, I repent of this, or I lay down this, Mm -hmm. or God, I am seeking you for this. Mm -hmm. You have to engage the person's heart. Mm -hmm. You just
0: have to. So amen to all of that. The, um, so we've sort of named just to do another brief recap Mm -hmm. how the prophetic and it overlaps and this is how I think in my experience all of the spiritual gifts work they all sort of like they work in a network of yeah God's connection intervention um presence in our lives all together they just work concurrently all the time so we've named prayer ministry we've named sort of just our own sort of how prophecy can influence your time of intercession, mm-hmm. um, the way that we, it might influence ministry time, mm-hmm. which is often the case for us. And then also you you mentioned earlier, just like the grocery store or just yeah. like intimacy, you know, sort of like normal daily life. So what's an example of that? That's like super undramatic, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, if you can't think of one, I can think of one. Well, I, w- I would say that one of the most one of the most common experiences I have just out in the world is just to say, The Lord sees you. Mm-hmm. He just told me that you needed to know that. Yeah. You know? And I've never met a person that does not need to know that. Yeah. I need to know that. I, Lord, send someone to tell me. Mm-hmm. I love that. You mm-hmm. know?
1: Or, I mean, another example is I oftentimes will pray for my waitress or waiter mm-hmm. at a restaurant and just yeah. ask, Hey, is there anything that you need prayer for today or something like that? Or my barista or, you know, just in the day to day, how can I be aware that the Holy Spirit is working amongst others? Mm -hmm. It's so sanctifying (laughs) Yep, because you are choosing to be aware of God and others more than yourself. And... (laughs) That can be hard, you know, when you're yes. in the line for coffee and you're like, but I haven't had coffee yet. You know what I mean? Like, yes. it can just be so, it can be sanctifying,
0: but it is such good work. Yeah. And the because the whole goal of, I, I mean, in my opinion, the, pr- the primary way that prophecy gets deployed in the body of Christ is really in this sort of, edification building up encouragement Mm -hmm. these are these are like the most common executions of prophecies to just be a loving presence in the world yeah that's willing to say god sees you god loves you also he cares about the things that are going on in your life Mm -hmm. and that's what you're doing when you are in this line getting coffee or you know whatever so anyway I mean, I I hope we didn't just spark a bunch of more questions, more questions.
1: I know it's such a, it's such a broad Mm -hmm. thing to talk about. There are so many things within prophecy, the prophetic prophets, you know,
0: and they're all kind of a little bit distinct from each other. And
1: even the way that prophecy works within the church Mm -hmm. can uh, manifest differently. So, yeah.
0: And we've just talked about it very broadly here. Yeah. And primarily in the sense of like how do we grow oh i do want to say i have made mistakes yeah like yeah same <laughs> yeah
1: because we sometimes have a broken filter
0: yeah i've it, in my own insecurity i've said things too bluntly yeah or i've been afraid of being wrong
1: or i don't share when the lord really says tells to sh- me to oh, share
0: oh man have i done that that's the worst dealing yeah
1: Yeah. So there's all sorts of ways, you know, and it's just in devotion to the Lord. Yeah. You know, knowing your identity in Christ, giving yourself away to him in whatever way that he might choose. I mean, it's really in the, the, just the daily walk and devotion to Jesus that, you know, he opens up opportunities for you to partner with him and in our agency we get to say yes or no Mm -hmm. and so yep amen
0: i'll just say it's very fulfilling to say yes so yes it is so we want to we hope this encourages you and um if you feel like you want to grow in uh or you want to be available to the holy spirit to be used prophetically um paul just says earnestly desire yeah pray ask say lord mm-hmm. teach me
1: you know and how good a father he is to give us good gifts mm-hmm. and he gives us the gift of the holy spirit yep
0: it'll be good it'll be good yeah so um that's been our podcast for today and um thank you so much for listening and we will come back to you in the next strange conversation